Well, good afternoon. It's Mel Tempest from the Gym Owners Business Podcast. And today I'm speaking to Zen Angelides. Now, yesterday, as most of you know who listen to our podcast, I was speaking to Owen from Crank It Fitness, Adam from Life Fitness and Hammer Strength, Ross Barber from Active Solutions, and Gavin from Gav Pro Fit Solutions, along with Sean Krenz from The Fitness Show. Now, <laughs> it was an absolutely fantastic podcast, and, and the one thing that kept coming up was um, the topic about education. So what we're going to speak about today with Zen is, is about education. So we've listened to our collaborative panel, and there has been a big emphasis on education and knowledge, Zen. And when it comes to what is in our club in terms of equipment and group programming, now, but you and I both know that education goes further. Education starts at the front desk with the frontline team. Now, you come from an amazing, strong equipment background in sales. So what are some of the issues that you see in clubs once they are fitted out? How do you, as a sales educator, go into a club and give them the skill to upsell and overcome objections when it comes to small and large group programming? Hey, Mel. Thanks Thanks for having me from on this uh, fantastic podcast uh, with an extremely awesome panel um, and, and also for your questions. Um, to, to sort of get very clear cut, um, I find that the biggest challenges that club operators have when they're looking to implement a new program with equipment, if the implementation and the buy-in is not there within the club operator, which filters all the way down to the receptionist, the, the, the salespeople, uh, as well as the personal trainers, the group fitness, unless there's an extreme buy-in to be able to share that within the club members to really capture what that specific program entails and what are the benefits what that member is going to get, particularly when we talk about engagement of members coming in a health club, but as well as knowing that the programs are designed in order to not only get results, but to retain that member a lot longer. Um, so, yeah, so number one challenge is is the buy-in, um, particularly from top to bottom. And when we talk about the operator and the staff, that's probably the biggest challenge I've seen um, in the industry. And I find that it's really important that when you launch a program, whether it's group fitness or you're launching a, a program around equipment, you have to learn to link the sale through education. And there is an implementation of process with that. So um, an example I have, I, I work with, with a club operator in North Queensland. He has three clubs. And I sit down with him and we go through what I call business consulting and mentoring. And I analyze the business to see where are the, the challenges and the bottlenecks. And the biggest things I'm, I'm uncovering is that People who come into the industry have fantastic intention, but unless they understand the vision of what the club stands for, meaning that the employees need to know what, what is that compelling story that that club has and, and are able to be able to share that, you know, to club members so they can capture the vision as well as why why they're in the club and, and the purpose and the intention. So... I, I will come in 
and work one-on-one -on -one with the staff to analyze, to ensure that the, not only they understand the protocols and the visions and the missions of the club, but when you're launching a specific program, you need to have a really good systematical approach and process in how you promote, market and sell that program. And I'm finding that when you take the time to train people, not only one-on-one, -on -one, but also in a group environment, to understand the purpose of that program and what the intention of and outcomes are going to be, then once the staff get a stronger buy-in, then the implementation process is far more effective and efficient when we talk about implementing a, a program, say, around equipment or whether it's small group training or it's a large group training system, everyone needs to understand exactly what that system is and being able to execute it by really bringing enormous energy and enthusiasm and passion to that program. And that's probably a second challenge that I see in clubs. If that is not captured initially in that program, then obviously the, the success of that program will diminish because it just will not, um, you know, filter out to members to be able to get them engaged and then to be able to share that with other members um, on, on why they should do this exciting new program. So it's a type of thing that I'm finding that it's more about understanding the emotional intelligence, but also the psychology of motivation of not only what motivates the staff, but also what motivates the members to inspire them to stay on top of these programs. So as the panel would have mentioned in the podcast, each of the programs has to have a buy-in and a belief system that is filtered from A to Z, from front end to back end. And when that's done, the success of that program just keeps filtering out. And I come across a lot of clubs who have terrific programs out there in the industry having success because it, it really just shows that they've put the time and effort in terms of the implementation process. Um, I, I recall once I, I uh, spoke to Joe Cerulli uh, from Gainesville Health and Fitness, um, he, he once told me that one of the things that he does in terms of in, engaging employees, in terms of them getting the buy-in, he takes them out to lunch. And where the owner and the club manager take three to five employees to lunch each week, learn about their lives and their dreams, and let them know that you care about them more than just employees. And then you've got to let them know that you appreciate them, include them all the way from the, you know, the cleaners to the floor staff to the reception staff, but really getting that engagement and closeness of the team. And I, I found that when I when I learned that from Joe, I, I just thought, wow, that's that's extremely powerful. In a club environment, when we talk about education programs, implementation, it really comes down to ensuring that everyone sees the vision and is inspired to transfer that energy to members. And that's what helps to keep that engagement employees. And I recall that conversation with Joe a couple of years ago, that he's been sustaining that strategy for the last few years and, and the implementation of when they launch programs is far more successful when you get to know your team, um, you know, and, and 
more importantly, you know, tell them a story. You know, if, if, if your club or company has a powerful story, you know, to tell about how it began, how it got there, where it was, and, and tell it during its initial training period, you can really build that powerful sense of pride, you know, especially when you've got new people coming on board and if they understand what they're a part of. So there's that bigger picture. So, yeah, so I just think it's really important that club operators or if you're a studio manager or if you're looking to do small group training or large, you really have to understand that what is the purpose and intention of your program and what are the best outcomes and best practices that you need to facilitate to ensure that the members really get excited and that will come through your marketing, promoting and selling the program, but more importantly, the buy-in from the team to be able to execute that. And I think if operators spend more time with their teams in really getting them to work together as one, and particularly as a close-knit team, um, the success rate of implementation of programs when you bring new equipment in and you launch programs out, um, it's extremely powerful. I remember years back there was a theme that I worked with a former company when it came back to sales and marketing and education. It was a very simple concept. You start smart, you stay smart, and you do it for life. And that was the pivotal um, concept that was implemented in all throughout the process of training as well as educating members or staff to start smart, stay smart and do it for life, to keep that simplicity with substance. So, um, yeah, I think if you can work on that, that will definitely help um, club operators. So just some uh, tips there, Mel, for, for club operators who, who are listening to this podcast and, you know, the, the, there is a methodology but I think there's good industry peers out there that can really help to facilitate to help operators succeed, particularly when you're launching programs. But it's really important to really look at that psychology of motivation and the strategies and the tools to be able to help not only your staff but your club members. So, Mel, thank you for giving me this um, fantastic opportunity to present on this podcast. And if there's any other questions, people can feel free to message me either through Facebook um, or I'm sure you'll be giving out our contact details. I will be, Zen. I just have a really quick question for you before you head off. Um, I agree with you. It's really important to create that culture, especially if you want to launch a new product within your club. You do have to have all your team on board. What I'm finding when I speak to a lot of club owners these days is that they get the trainers on board, they've got the equipment in the club, they've got absolutely fantastic group programming. They find that their frontline team, the receptionist, and sometimes the sales staff at the front desk, and sometimes our receptionist is the salesperson, you, you and I both know that, mm. that when the consumer is coming in, that the frontline team sometimes struggle 
to close the sale. So, you know, somebody comes in and they're like, okay, we've got this awesome hit program happening. Yes, we got all this new equipment in six weeks ago. Our challenge starts in, in two weeks time. That the, the receptionist on the front desk who is multi-skilled is struggling to close the sale and she already knows how amazing the equipment is. She's participated in the team training with, with the team, but she's still struggling on the front desk to close the sale. What are three tips that you can give that receptionist or that club owner that can help them close that sale at the front desk to upgrade these people into the small or large group programming? Great question, Mel. Three tips, um, particularly with reception staff, and I've just had this experience a few weeks back working with an operator up in North Queensland, and basically what I taught them that they really need to ensure that they have a strong rapport when they make contact with that member when they walk through that front door. It might be as crazy as it sounds, but when you smile with your eyes, you bring down a lot of barriers, and then you've got to be able to assess, to analyse, why did they come into that club? And you've got to find out what the why is. And there is a certain elements of questions that you need to be asking to be able to identify that. Um, and once you have found exactly what is it that they've come in for, particularly when it, you know if they want to lose weight, tone up, get fit, or whatever the strong, compelling reason, once they find that, then it's really important to be able to say, great, here's a program that we believe that will is a results-orientated program that we believe that you will succeed. We will book you in with a personal trainer. He will take you through a, a very thorough one-on-one to take you exactly through that whole process to be able to understand, you know, the reasons why you should program. So I suppose the three main tips, one, if you're frontline and you're struggling to close a sale, you got to really make sure you've got the skill sets and the tools to meet and greet, build that rapport, get to the why, what is the strong why, and you've got to keep asking specific questions. You know, why did you come here today? What is it that we can do to help serve you better? Have you been to a health club before? What do you, you know, what have been the challenges? And really find out what is the, the core reason why they've come. Once you have found that, then I found from experience that when the frontline do this work, what I call the heavy lifting, th- therefore the, the sale or the process becomes easier to be able to convert that sale. If you don't do it, then it's it's going to be extremely challenging, Mel. And, um, and I know for a fact that clubs do still struggle with that. And the frontline, particularly if, if it's uh, a young generation, You've got to spend more time with them to teach them these tools and skills to ensure that when you're frontline, energy's on, you're smiling, you're building rapport, you're asking the questions, you're trying to identify the exact core need, and then you filter them exactly what the program is there for them to to be able to achieve that. So, yeah, yeah, obviously there's a lot more depth and breadth in that, Mel, um, from a methodology point of view, but... If, if, if operators can, you know, work that concentration in that front line, it will, will make a massive difference, I find. 
I, I agree with you, Zen. As a club owner, you really do have to spend time with your with your frontline team. It, it's paramount to the success of your business. We just need to do it. Now, Zen, are you at the um, Firelex convention and the fitness show in Sydney? Yes, I will be. I will definitely be attending the Firelex trade show. Um, I'll be I'll be at the trade show on the HQH fitness stand. Um, and that's that's where I'll be, and obviously I'll definitely be uh, catching up with you and the and the and the team, what I call the meeting of the minds, which will be a truly exciting. And if anyone wants to come and see us, um, please by all means come and visit us, and more than happy to share more insights in how we can help club operators or studio owners succeed in this business. Well, thank you, Zen. As Zen said, he will be at the trade show at the fitness show in Sydney. So do pop along and see him. Thank you very much for your time today. I will drop Zen's details in the bottom of the podcast and I'll see you next week, Zen. Otherwise, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, Mel. All the best. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.